Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, I'm Beth Fife. I'm a member of Hope Springs Church and I'm also an English teacher. I have always found comfort in the power of a good book. My favourite author, F. Scott Fitzgerald, once said this, which I think articulates it beautifully. That is part of the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are universal longings, that you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong. Fitzgerald wrote The Great Gatsby, my all-time favourite novel, of which I have about ten different editions taking up pride of place in our lounge. In the final lines of this great American 1920s love story... Fitzgerald poignantly and rather ambiguously states this. So we beat on, boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. Now this could be seen as a hopeless message, but I believe there's also something very comforting in this when we read it with a different lens. This ending tells us that Gatsby, who has become the personification of time, has also become so inextricably linked to his love interest Daisy that their pasts, presents and futures are now connected. Everything he's done, does and will do is all for her. Like the boat that beats on against the current, so does Gatsby's heart beat on for her. His love seems to be without end, all-encompassing and all-changing. In other words, Gatsby embodies the idea that the past can anchor and ground us. It pervades our futures. Everything is linked. Now, I know some things in our pasts we want to leave behind, and with Jesus in our lives, we absolutely can. But let's think about how beautiful these words can also be. The adverb ceaselessly can be defined as continuously and without end. And I believe that beautifully describes Jesus' love for us. We can be beating against the current in our lives, and that's certainly how it feels for a lot of us at the moment with the impact of the pandemic. But Jesus is continuously and without end, reminding us of our roots in him and is bringing us back to his love, which is amazing. I believe that this sentiment can also be found in another comforting quote that we have displayed on our stairs as a constant reminder of God's love. I have loved you with an everlasting love. This one is a Bible verse from Jeremiah, chapter chapter 31, verse 3. In this chapter, God promises to faithfully restore the Israelites again as he did in the past, despite the fact that they kept breaking their promises to God. Now, when we link this to the most beautiful image of forgiveness and hope in the Bible, Judas eating and drinking with Jesus before his betrayal of him, we truly see who God is. Jesus knew but Judas ate too. And Nick Burleson describes this beautifully. He says, I struggle to fathom that kind of love, a love that would feed the mouth that deceived you. I honestly struggle to comprehend it. And then suddenly I realise that I'm Judas. And in that moment, I'm so thankful and altogether overwhelmed that Judas ate too. Being obsessed with words and literature, the tense of Jeremiah 31 verse 3 has always amazed me. I have loved is written in the past tense and there's something so reassuring about that. It provides this certainty and confidence from God 
How amazing that our God is showing off how much he loves us, ceaselessly, pervading our past, present and future. It's also a declarative, a true statement. It's a matter of fact and there's no denying or questioning it. Then we have the adjective everlasting. For something to be everlasting, it transcends the past, present and future ceaselessly. Now I'm sure some sceptics will question the translation of this Bible verse, just like my students at school always do when they say, but miss, did the writer really spend ages carefully picking each word like you make us analyse? And I'm not suggesting for one second that Fitzgerald was deliberately considering this Bible verse from Jeremiah when he wrote Gatsby, but that is the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are universal longings that you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong. And there is power in those words and the impact they can have on people, whether or not translations over time have changed the tense. Finally, my favourite song at the moment is The Story I'll Tell by Maverick City Music. I interpret the narrator of these lyrics to be imagining themselves near the end of their life and wondering what their story will be what, will th- what they will be able to tell their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, about their life. There's a comforting and overwhelming nostalgia in these words. The same kind that I feel when I hear the lyrics from the very popular song at the moment, The Blessing. May his favour be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children. It's hard to explain the power of these words. It's the ceaselessness of time, of God's love, where time is of no true concept or importance. It's that awareness that even when I'm gone, I will live on in my son and his children and theirs. And that same favour that blesses me, blesses us all. That same forgiveness that forgives me, forgives us all. That same hope that spurs me on, can spur on us all. The first verse of the story I'll tell links beautifully to what I have shared so far. The hour is dark and it's hard to see what you are doing here in the ruins or where this will lead. But I know that down through the years, I'll look back on this moment and see your hand on it and know you were here. That's the goal, isn't it? To be able to look back and see God in the hardest moments. But the words are even more powerful than that. It's about knowing and trusting that one day you will be able to look back and see God right there with you in the hardest moments when you're in the dirt. Even if, in the present moment, you can't feel or see him at all. To have that faith, to know that you'll look back on this moment and know you were there. That's the ceaselessness. That's the everlasting love of God, transcending the past, present and future and every circumstance. And that's God loving you with his unending, all-encompassing and unchanging love.